Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bush. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Uh, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies. X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. Hi. Hello! How are you? Uh, you know, Kenny, just taking it one day at a time. Indeed. I'm getting killed on Twitter. Why are you getting killed? I'm getting killed for that Browns thing uh, that <clears throat> the fans have decided they want to go all in. No one can tell me what that means, but every fan is saying, oh, my God, yes, we have to spend big in free agency. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, well, I guess we'll just – We'll just spend our way to a championship because mm. that's how a lot of teams are built. <laughs> Certainly, it's not through great young draft picks and cheap uh, on cheap contracts. It's just by buying players in the in the off season. Like I, I, literally, that's what every fan is telling me: spend every last dollar on every big free agent, as if they don't pay attention to the NFL. That's not how any team is able to do it. I know the Rams are going to be the one example. The bleep them picks Rams. Okay, well, if you have McVay, you let me know. Hmm. Um, what do you want to get to on the podcast? Well, I thought we were going to talk Daytona 500. Well, we're here. No, I don't want to. You didn't want to. I you didn't want to talk about it. But what's the, what is the – I sound like Andy Roth. What is the hook with this particular great American race? The Super Bowl of stock car racing. Um, uh, well, 
Well, they're just what all big to you. It's just they're all big to you. That's all you had to say. It's it's the big. It's like the Masters. What's big about this year's Masters? Uh, Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's the uh, Masters. Amen. Corner. Are they letting the live guys play? Live and let live. Is Are they what letting I say. the live guys live? Um, See, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If 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 it's an iconic venue, which Daytona is, and I know that Kenny can't believe, and maybe there's some listeners that can't believe that I've actually been to Daytona, yeah, and I've been said, to the racetrack, and I actually walked up. What turn is it, Kenny? Is there one turn that's banked higher than the others? Uh, no. Man, I could not believe I think they're, they're relatively how the high that is. You cannot just walk. I Most, want to say they're 33 degrees at uh, Daytona. It seems like it goes straight it up, up into the oh, heavens. See if I'm right. See if I'm right. See if it's 33 degrees. Daytona. And I told you, covering Daytona, even though it was a lot of work and I was by myself, was one of the great Turn. experiences of my career. It was awesome. Banking. I had so much fun. I partied my brains out after I would get off. I would get off after having to do live hits for like 18 different stations. Gray stations all across the country. Oh, you got to do that. That's like right. the Mexican hat dance, right? I'd have to put a different microphone on and then do a different sign off. I hate to inform you, Ken, but you were incorrect. What is it? It's 31 degrees. Damn it. I was two degrees. I knew and it. Yeah, I knew it was higher. 18 degrees. I find NASCAR. At the start finish line. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it curves. You don't want them to. Yeah. Uh, I think NASCAR is at a uh, is at a crossroads. Um, it's not good. That's a circle track race. Well, thing. that'd be hard. Well, you understand what I mean about how they about how it's jump. marketed, about how it's taken in. Um, you know that I, I I think a lot of it is where I I think a lot of it is where a lot of folks, you know, they want they want they want NASCAR to be the old fans want NASCAR to be one thing. And which is what they want it to be their old ways. And it's just not that way. It's just not that way. It's 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 you know, I, I thought about this a lot. You know, it's 25th anniversary of the of Dale Earnhardt winning the Daytona 500. And I thought about this yesterday. Where there's a lot of old fans and they NASCAR, I think, has a bit of an image problem here. Let me see if I could if I could say this the correct way. NASCAR has an image problem where what they're doing I think is right. What they're trying I think is right. They have to. Uh, I don't want them to go overboard on some of the things that they're doing. They're they're trying, but it seems that they're missing the mark in certain regards. Okay, like like the uh, we talked about it on the air, all four of us, like the Wiz Khalifa thing and all that stuff. You know. Um, they're trying to hit a younger demographic. Problem is, like, guys my age listened to Wiz Khalifa back in the day. Like, I don't know. Does he have anything new? I don't think so. Maybe he does. They I, I don't cachet know. with younger people. I don't think so. I don't. Know. I don't think he. Ha- I, I don't think he does. So I, I think it's. I, th- I think it's a bit of a miss. Cypress Hill. I had a brain fart that morning, and I brought up Jump Around. And I'm like, no, that's House of Pain. House of Pain. Yeah. But people like Cypress Hill, so that worked. I think a little bit previously, but remember, it's Los Angeles. It's Hollywood is where they had the Bush clash, Bush light clash. But I, I look at where NASCAR is right now, and I think that, that they've had a bit of an image problem where 
I think we're talking about NASCAR in the same way that we've talked about Major League Baseball for a long time. You've pi- you've just picked up the New York Times, and I think you're going to start reading articles while I'm talking. I'm trying and to I, see if I can absorb both your conversation. And I think that that's well. I think that that's the problem. I think that that's the major problem with NASCAR. And <laughs> people do the same thing with baseball. You know, we start talking about baseball, and what do we say? We got to stop talking about what's the problems with baseball and think we're t- and think that's what we're talking about with baseball and just decide whether we love now, it or not and want to embrace it. There will be conversations to have because of the bigger bases and the pitch clock and all the other things. Those are conversations to have. But as far as the Guardians and what the Guardians are doing, I don't want to bog it down every day of, and you don't want to either. About why people aren't going to the game. Oh my god! Why people? You know, that type of thing. This town is incapable of having a conversation exactly. without going there. Exactly. Incapable. You haven't liked it, so <laughs> I don't like it either. And so we've made our kind of our personal promise. We're going to try to do our very best to steer away from it, and even recognize it on the air if we're if we're getting into it, and try to steer away from it. I think we do the same thing with NASCAR. It becomes what's the problem with NASCAR, and why isn't it as big as it's ever been? Where my answer to it is, Major League Baseball was America's pastime. It was the biggest thing we had in the country. NASCAR was a major spectator sport for a short period of time. NASCAR has always been a niche audience. So to think that we're going to get back to 250,000 seats... At every venue. When was that? When was it? This was the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, I remember. Even up to the 2010s. I told you I remember in our apartment at Ohio State behind Buckeye Donuts, every race day, not only was it full, like our our entire apartment was full with people. We had other people walking in and out during the course of the race. And I was not an NASCAR guy, but I watched. I watched there, drank beers, asked all the stupid questions I would ask you. Yeah, and it never, ever, never ever sunk in. Like it never became something that I went out of my way. I told you I was a Rusty Wallace fan. That was my guy. Yeah. See, I I think that for me, I look at NASCAR and I say, what sells? What sells NASCAR? What sells racing? Okay, what sells F one right now? Boy, that's that's a completely different thing. Yeah. See, you have people. You have people that you have interesting personalities that people want to be a part of. You have people that, and they they want to root for and root against. I don't know if you get that as much with NASCAR. Now there are some people that people want to root against, but there is there is still some. I think there's some trepidation. I think that we're going through a generational shift here of what NASCAR was. I, I think that there needs to be some changes, and why I think there's NASCAR, been some pushback. Why doesn't NASCAR have a, a Netflix show or an Amazon show? Uh, because I, I think because their partners, I mean, they're, one of their partners is Fox. They don't have a streaming service. Oh, geez. One of their major partners is Fox. And then the other one is Peacock. And Peacock does a lot of things. I mean, they have some series, and it's hosted by Dale Earnhardt Jr. and some things like that. But I don't think that they have a... And, and the USA has, like, a show with Austin Dillon, but it's, you know, it's 30 minutes on cable. Whatever I have, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I guess it's like Austin Dillon, his wife, and some guy in his pit crew. I have no idea. They promote the hell out of the thing. I, I don't. It's some dude in his pit crew is like his buddy. I don't know. It's it's very, it's almost like Pawn Stars, where the guy's like a chumly character. It seems almost, and that's what it is. So anyway, um, because at first I thought it was like Travis Kelsey or some for a second when I first saw the guys. Like what's what the hell's going on here? But um. 
I, I think NASCAR's problems go back to a guy my age who might go to a race. I grew up a big Dale Earnhardt fan. And my problem is, is that a guy like me won't be as open-minded as I should be because we're still looking for a guy to replace Dale Earnhardt because it happened so suddenly. Dale Earnhardt didn't just get to retire and then he's still, I mean, he'd be what, just over 70 years old, I think, 72, 73, somewhere in there now. I mean, he, he didn't just get to retire and go off into the sunset. It happened abruptly and it happened in a shocking manner and it, it kind of just turned everything upside down. Now, NASCAR actually did very well ratings-wise afterwards. What year was that? 2001. 2001, yeah, 22 for, for years. For several years, for several years, NASCAR did very well ratings-wise. We don't realize that. Uh, but you still had you still had Jeff Gordon. You still had Dale Jarrett. Uh, you still had Mark Martin. You still had guys that people cared about from the previous generation. Once those guys started to retire. Dick Trickle. Now, and now it's, Dick Trickle has passed away, by the way. Um, now it's, you don't have that type. Thomas Gearshift. You don't have that anymore. So, I don't know what their next thing is. And, and say, your, our buddy Sable will get mad about this because he was a big Jimmy Johnson fan. I, I think NASCAR's gone through a bit of, they're going through an image crisis a little bit. I think they're going through an image problem a little bit. I think so. And uh, I think that what NASCAR is dealing with is where you looked in previous generations. Richard Petty, the hat, the sunglasses, the the winning, the success. I mean, you look at a guy who looks like Richard Petty who's wearing that hat, and you're like, that guy's got a story to tell. I want to hear that guy's story. Dale Earnhardt, you heard about Dale Earnhardt's story. You want to hear that guy's story. Jimmy Johnson, I hear about how wild and crazy he is, but I seek that out because I'm a NASCAR fan. Nobody saw that. I see a guy who looked like a robot, who drove like a robot, who won a ton. I'm not saying he's a bad driver. I'm not saying he's not one of the greatest ever. And they changed the playoffs. He has an argument for the greatest ever. This is an unpopular thing to say. He has an argument for the greatest ever because they changed their playoff format to spite him to, to, so he could lose. Did it work? No. He won five titles in a row and he won seven overall. I mean, this was this is incredible here. And so when I look at when I look at Jimmy Johnson, yes, he should be put in a, in an upper level, but Richard Petty sold NASCAR, Dale Earnhardt sold NASCAR, and Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon sold NASCAR. Jeff Gordon sold NASCAR because he was kind of the changing of the guard. And then I just got Jimmy Johnson. It's just this it's like a computer sitting in front of you. And then I think for a lot of other people, there's a generational gap where at one point it was seen as this great American thing where regular people could do something extraordinary. And now it's like, I I know guys who I know there's a guy who lives on the West side here. Uh, He lives in Amherst, Anthony, his kid has been driving go-karts and now midgets for since he was th- five years old, I've, maybe even younger. I mean, and, and you think about the money oh, it's and insane. the time that it takes to do that. People just aren't willing to. And by the way, this poor guy, I don't think that his, I don't know if his kid is ever going to be able to get to, or even wants to, get to a level of NASCAR cup racing. It may just be 
he becomes a sprint car driver or a late model driver, and that's it. Okay, but even those opportunities are starting to evaporate. But that's a that's a real estate conversation. That's a different conversation. But with with these guys, it's not as it's it, you just don't have the chance you used to have anymore. How uh, well, give me the the breakdown popularity wise in the states between Formula One right now, which seems like it had its moment because of Netflix or whatever the the, the show was that everybody got to know who those guys were. And they seem like just international superstars. Uh, the money is just seem- seemingly insane for these guys. The popularity spans not just Europe. Are you I mean, talking it's about F one. Yeah, F one. It's where where. But in the states, how big is F one right now? I think it's I think it's as big as it's been. I wonder how how long it's going to be that big. Um, I I don't see it going. I don't see it. I don't see it dwindling. Like to, my, I always use my sister as an example. Yeah. She does not care about any of that stuff. She started watching the Netflix. She was bored mm-hmm. one day. It was like, all right, Netflix somehow popped up on her algorithm. Well, I'm and she the- started watching it. And she doesn't watch the races. She's yeah. never going to watch races. But now, because the tabloids cover the F1 stars, yeah. she knows who these people are. Exactly. She knows who they date. Yes, She knows what scandals well, they, have, they, they get involved with. They're glamorous. They're glamorous. And NASCAR, by the way, NASCAR has done what NASCAR used to have is it was so American is you had you would go to a grocery store and everyday household products would be on the side of the cars, on the hoods of the cars. So you knew who they were, tied, famous, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Now you're starting to see a lot of the different corporate entities and even the shell companies. Yeah. Being because some of those have to spend some of that money in, in certain regards, as we know, on advertising, so they get their corporate tax breaks in certain countries uh, that they spend on auto racing. Go, Daddy. Yes. Well, okay. That they spend on auto racing, and we're starting to see a little bit of that in NASCAR because the expense is so high. Yeah. But I don't find the drivers glamorous in NASCAR. The way that they are in F one. You said two hundred and fifty thousand people would go to some of these races back in the day. Yeah, how many are going now? And take Daytona out of it. Uh, Daytona. Yeah, Daytona is a totally separate entity. Fifty, sixty, seventy. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, certain places less. Uh, they've taken out big grandstands. I mean, Michigan oh. at one point had a lot of grandstands. Are they they've taken some of those out. Standing room bars. Clubs. Where people, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they've. Is there a Patron Lounge um, in Birmingham? You know, that's I don't know. I well, there's no there's no NASCAR in Rockingham. Bur- there, well, they're they've Gillingham. Well, okay. So you say Gillingham, <laughs> like like it like at Talladega, well, Daytona in particular. Like the the race I went to in 2005, I went to the Bush Race, which is now Xfinity Series. The day before the Daytona 500, which is like the minor league. Oh so, yeah. yeah, we sat on the back stretch. Well, they don't have those stands anymore. You just sit on the front stretch. No kidding. They build it up a little bit. What on do the they front do stretch. on the back stretch? They don't have the back stretch. And honestly, it's a it's a better idea because you had it was a pain in the ass. You had to they, to get to our original seats. You had to take this tram. Oh, yeah. over there. Yeah, exactly. What you're talking oh, because you're going like a mile. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Like you have to take a whole other thing. To get over there, it's like trying to take trying to go from one side of an amusement park to another. Did you get to see the infield? Did you get to walk the yeah, infield at all? Yeah, the day right before the the five hundred uh, was great. I I, I cannot right before. tell you enough. Someone who knows nothing about racing, that has to be one of the coolest things I've ever gotten to do. And to hear those cars when they first start the engines and when they first get going, and then they make that first pass, the place is so electric, and everybody's drinking, everybody's partying. Everybody's just 
Here you go. Do you want this? I don't even know who you are. Do you want a drink? Do you want a drink? Like you would get taken care of by anybody. You don't even have to be a hot chick. You would be a guy just stumbling around. Hey, need one? Boom. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life. Michigan was fun. That was fun. I wanted to go. I wanted to try. Yeah. Uh, what is it? MIS? Yeah. I wanted to go there so bad. It was fun. Good camping up there and whatnot. But I, I don't know what the future holds because there's a couple of different things that you have to pay attention to. Uh, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One is the interest in it. Two is television rights. Were there too many Um, races, do you think? Do you think they expanded into too many places? They think they want to do more. Now, my... Like the California and Arizona... I think there are too many. There were were and there probably still are. Too many of the same races. Too many of the same. Now, now, now we're going to get into some nitty-gritty stuff that some people might not want to hear. Start the music, Owen. So I won't be able to hear it because we don't have our headphones on. That's okay. I'm gonna get into I'm gonna get into some nitty gritty stuff. I'm gonna get into some nitty gritty stuff that some people aren't gonna want to hear, <laughs> or just because it's it's NASCAR. Yeah. So, one, there were too many D-shaped ovals, too many mile and a half D-shaped ovals. They were all the same because Bruton Smith, the late the late Bruton Smith, father of Marcus Smith, who's now in charge of the corporation, you know, once wanted to make the same type of experience in the same places. So you had these mile and a half ovals that brought in a lot of people. They made a lot of money. But there's places where it's worked, and there's places where it didn't work. And then it worked for a while, and now it really doesn't anymore. We're like a place like Atlanta. Atlanta was this huge oval. It was just an oval. And they made it a D shape. 
Well, the D shape is just the same as Texas. It's just the same as Charlotte. It's just it, that's what it feels like to a lot of fans. So they had to change Atlanta. So Atlanta races like a super speedway now, but it's in a mile and a half. So it's it's different now because they repaved it and, and made it different. Texas has been basically a curse from the moment it was made. And Charlotte is one of the oldest racetracks out there, but that's a D-shaped oval, and it's historic, and it's right there in Charlotte. The other part of it is is that people want short track racing, but the primary places for short tracks are all in the same area. They're all in the Carolinas. Yeah, but like, people travel to these. So, but, th- but that's your problem. That right there is your problem. They travel the prim- primarily. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm a NASCAR fan. There are few others like me. Most of your motorsports fans are still in the southeast and part of the country. What Watkins Glen has done in terms yes. of NASCAR, right? No, I don't think they are done. They no. have NASCAR, but they don't have uh, Indy anymore. They used to have no, both. No, no, I don't. I'm not sure about their IndyCar. I thought situation. they got rid of one of their races only um, because I used to cover that. <laughs> well, they well they because Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas has F1. Okay, so I'm not sure what their situation is at Watkins Glen. But, but you got I none you can drive NASCAR. to. How many can you drive to? Oh, here? Yeah. I can drive to MIS. I can drive to Pocono if I wanted to, which is, oh. I mean, that's that's kind of a, that's a different type of thing. Um, conveniently, those are the only two. But if you live in, but the primary, primary amount of, of stock car fans, NASCAR fans, live in the southeast part of the country. So if you have short track racing, Bristol, Martinsville. If you brought it back, Rockingham, like Owen just said. It's my favorite one. If you're bringing back, which they are bringing back North Wilkesboro because it's an historically significant track, and thank goodness they are doing so. If you're bringing back those tracks, they're all in the same area. Problem is, is that back in the day, in the 60s and 70s, a NASCAR ticket did not cost what it costs Mm. now. What, What are we running here? You're talking hundreds of dollars. What? For decent for Darlington, like which is a, is a mile oval, which is it, and it's an egg shaped oval because there's an old story behind it. It's actually kind of cool about a guy not selling his pond and things like that. I mean, I looked up tickets. I'm sure closer to to the race if they're trying to sell tickets, you can get better seats. But I have to take into effect of I'm traveling from eight hours away, you know. So I just want to make sure I got my seats right. You're looking at $150, 200 a spot. I a spot. did not know it was like that. I think I saw him for 140 are you, are you not allowed to swap seats, move down? Get I mean, I'm sure I could probably try to do some, but I got to. So I get. So say it's like 140 Okay. So I'm going. It's, I live in Cleveland. Okay. I, I live, yeah, in, I live in Streetsboro. 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 I'm coming from there. Say we did this show in Charlotte, North Carolina. It is still 140 140 Say it's two people. Gas, lodging, $1,000 altogether, you're going to one race. People used to go to races every week. Yeah, People used to do it every week, and they'd camp and whatever, and they could do it on the cheap because it wasn't that expensive of an enterprise. Now I got all these short tracks that people say they want to watch, but they're all in the same area. They're not in different spots of the country which provide better racing. So that's another problem that NASCAR has. The other part is, I hate the stage racing. It lumps them back together. It does lump them back together, but people hate the stage racing. Why did they Get go rid of the to stage, stage racing. racing? And the other part of it, I wish I could say something different. I wish I could keep it 500 and even 400 miles. The races are long. 
They are exceptionally long. Is it because of the restrictor plate and the the racks? None of that. Oh, it's not? No, it's just a 500-mile race can take, I mean, if it's just a bad day at the office where everybody's wrecked, I mean, it's, it's, it's on human error. Yeah. It's on human error. It's on, it's on equipment error. There's so many things that can happen in a NASCAR race that they've had, they've had a, Bobby Hamilton won a race at Talladega years ago before he passed away. Um, there were no, there were no cautions and that race took like, if like two hours, I mean, in and out, boom. Well, it's Talladega. It's 2.66 mile yeah. trioval, high speed, 500 miles. You can get that done very quickly if there's no accidents. But you got a place like Bristol, they wreck on average every, what, 13 laps or Whoa. something? There's a caution or oh, something like that. They say forever. They're, I don't know if that's always been the way, but there's been every now and then there's been like a 13 lap average, Martinsville, those type of places. You can be there for a long time. So if you have, if you have 500 laps or 500 miles, you're going to be there for a long time. 400 miles, even 300 miles might be better. In, out, we do this all the time. Shortening the amount of time that people have to be. The only sport that it seems to be where you can keep people around is football. I, That's it. Dumb gimmick question. Yeah. I always thought it was cool when I was in Syracuse, and save your jokes, but we'd hear the Tony Stewart, we'd get tipped off, was going to just go to some dirt track. And then I'd run over there, and sometimes he would refuse to do an interview, but I'd know I wouldn't have to waste my time. I would know right away. They'd say, no, he's, he's not going to do it. Another time, they're like, hey, you might be able to catch him after uh, whatever. Who was this again, boys? Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart. That's why I said, save your jokes about the dirt racing. You but, called me that night, by the way. Yeah, but he, uh, he did it. It was cool. I was like, awesome. I get to go talk to a, a legend or somebody who's, even if he's hated by a lot, very polarizing, right? Isn't he hated? Wasn't he hated? Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Or are they all hated to some extent? I don't um, know. <laughs> the good, the, a lot of the good ones, a so, lot of the good ones are hated. Okay, so Kyle Busch has been hated. Tony Stewart's oh, been yeah, hated. Yeah. Kyle Busch. They, there are people who hated Dale Earnhardt's guts who would never admit it now. So, why can't we get a big NASCAR dirt event? They got one. They, they got do? one at Bristol. Yeah, they got one at Bristol. Why can't they do a sand event on the beach at Daytona? <laughs> <laughs> that might be that would have been a mic drop. Um <laughs> great. It's dangerous. Tell people when are the they history, Kenny. Dangerous? Tell when are people they going to do the race in the La Brea tar pits? <laughs> they have a I mean they had the, the, the first ever technically the first ever sanctioned NASCAR event was on the beach. That's what I'm talking about. Daytona. And uh Do it during bike week. It was an enduro type of event. But what they're doing to see but not everything, you know, I mentioned all these problems with NASCAR. And they're doing different things to try to make themselves relevant. I, I, and I don't think they're making. And there's there's people out there who love NASCAR. They think they're making a clown show of things. I don't. I don't think they're doing that. I don't think they're doing. Is that. it still the family owning it? The same family? Oh yeah. The f- it is not a. It is not a. What is it? France? Yeah, the France family. It is not a union enterprise. No. It is a. It is. We own this, and technically, we can do what we want with it, and you play by our rules. And there's no live to come in. There's no. No, not right now. And who? who there's no to? sovereign family I mean, wealth is, fund. To- there is. <laughs> Well, you brought up a hell of a thing. Like there is a uh, there's a there's a company called an organization called Cars, and I think it stands for something. I think it stands for something like with a K. And it's own shut up. And it's owned by and it's like I think Dale Earnhardt Jr. is an investor, and I I want to say a few other drivers are an investor. 
But I don't think they want to compete with NASCAR. Okay, I got you. I think they want to do. I think what they're trying to do is save quarter mile asphalt racing, because a lot of those tracks are being bought by real estate developers and being torn oh. down so they can sell for condos and sell for homes. Uh, the other part of it would be. Um, I think that would be cool if instead of a garage, they would build the condos right over. The I don't think track. people would like that. I don't think people would like think that at all. I think it would be awesome. I don't think a lot. Of, yet somebody willing to sue someone over a pizza, uh, pizza, but I don't think that. I'd also like to see, and I know they did on CBS because they used to have to go on after these. On CBS, they had the what? The, what was it called? The Champions Division or whatever. All yeah, the, I rock. Okay, I want. I want to go even higher. I want the seventy and over, uh, and and a race to the finish, like like sixty miles. I want that, and furthermore. I want 16-year-olds in these cars. I would watch every minute of that. Watching these very unseasoned drivers uh, race around really fast, get really cocky, and then get in bad accidents. That would be awesome. Someone said, I'm digging this F the haters. (laughs) Well, who's hating it? Nobody's hating it. Me. I'm hating it. Why would you hate it? We didn't talk about Gillingham at all. (laughs) What do you mean talk about? What are you, what are you talking about? So who's going to win this week? I don't know. What's the best story? What's the best story for NASCAR? If NASCAR wants the biggest story they can have this week. Who is winning the Daytona 500? Is it th- it's this weekend or next weekend? Kenny. Uh, I, and I know it's a, it's a week-long thing, right? Don't they have – aren't there races on Saturday before, like the week before – don't they call them the M and M's or the what do they what do they used to be called? Skittles. Oh no, the Gatorade One Twenty Five. Oh, the Gatorade they're tonight. Yeah, that's I don't think tonight. They're the Gatorade anymore. I don't think they're they're the duels. Powerade. So the duels are tonight. What's the calendar? When when is the actual race? Uh, Sunday. It's this Sunday. It's supposed to green flag's supposed to drop at two thirty, okay. but it's always. Who knows the the weather and then all the other stuff and the who po- is doing the, the start their engines this year. Um. Who? And is it true the Dixie Chicks are doing the national anthem? That is not true. They're just called the Chicks now. No, that's right. I. This is the third time I've missed one of your signals. I am sorry. <laughs> Today is a miss. Today is a miss. I'm getting ripped for Jared out. Okay, guys, I'll never say anything again about the team we all like and the possibilities of Jared Allen's future, even though other NBA media has brought it up. And I'm not even NBA media. You know what it is? I know what it is. It's the it's Lord the, Almighty. And I, and I understand where this is coming from. And we still need your prediction for the Daytona 500. But it is... Ryan Blaney. Blaney! Ryan Blaney. What car Ohio's own Ryan Blaney, the number 12 Penske Ford. Oh, the Penske team. What about Colleague? What about Colleague? Ah, Come on, don't make me be a jerk. Uh Oh, Oh, I do wish Matt Colleague and his team uh, success this year. I think that if we're being serious, if we're being serious, send this over to Kim over with Colleague. They're great people. Um, One... They are wonderful. They they are a wonderful race team. They got some good motors there. They are very good on the they are very good on the uh, on the super speedways. Okay, they got good drivers there. Two, and this is the guy I'm rooting for. This what kind a, of wedge do they run? Shut up. There's a, this is a group that is sorry for telling you. Shut up. I say it <laughs> facetiously. The other thing is Matt Tift and his partner BJ local McLeod, guy. local guys. Mm. Uh, they run. 
They're actually running the number 78 Ford, which is sponsored. I don't even know if I want to tell you the sponsor. I think I want you to look it up. With Live Fast Racing. I'll tell you the sponsor. You want me to look it up? I want you to look it up right now on the podcast, and then, and then we can get ready to go. Hold I want on. you to look it up right now on the podcast. Look up Live Fast Racing. Right. It says oh, If Owen beat you to it, Owen I got it. Say I got it. it. Fleshlight. It is easy. Jeez. <laughs> they pay a lot of money for this type of stuff. <laughs> That was just why I'd cough. Sorry. Owen, look it up. Who are they sponsored by? Oh, that's not it. Oh, it might be. No, I'm... Okay, I'll say it. it. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Power Slap League. Come on. It is. is. Come on. It is. It is. At least for this race. All right, if we were truly doing a radio stunt, a good one, we got to get the Power Slap guys in our studio and have at it. We got to see a guy get knocked out in our studio and then do a Joe Rogan interview him immediately afterwards, and then have while the guy's lying on the ground, and have Double A scream about their effort. Gabe, I'm not <laughs> reading your Jim Beheim Racing tweet. Okay, that's not it's happening. Not for the time, love of God, coming in hot is tomorrow at yeah. 9:40. Oh gosh, Man, this week flew by. Tomorrow's Friday already, and we have Monday. Well, no, you uh, have Monday and Tuesday yeah. off. I'll Got be at home. In. Do you want me to call in with the baby? It's going to be a mess. Uh, Can the baby I, run the board? Uh, Should we have Peterlin in and have you give him advice? Oh. I don't think I have any good advice. I don't. My best advice to you. See, we always end up talking about yeah. your kids. My best advice to you was, Lima, we all, we all forget. That's how we have more babies. Mm-hmm. I forget how I for, we had Axel. Liz and I forgot how hard it was with Axel. Then we made Eli. Then we forgot how hard it was with Eli. And then we made Jonah. <sighs> the problem is... It's been almost six months, and the baby part has been really good. It's the wife and husband part, just because she's the one doing most of the heavy lifting. Her life has been disrupted more than mine, and just like Valentine's Day, I didn't tell the story on the air, but I told you, she was none too happy. She was stressed out. She's she's working. She was stressed out. She's doing a ton of things. The day wasn't going well. The night before wasn't going well. That starts to throw up the next day. And I came home with this great Valentine's Day spread. Oh. I mean, I was so happy. I was so excited the to see her. Hero. And instead, she's like, uh, are, are you not, not going to do something about this? She didn't, I didn't have it set up yet. Uh. And she's like, you didn't ask me about this? What are you going to do when I'm gone next week? And it went into a five-minute diatribe where she was like, oh, well, Valentine's Day's ruined. So she goes up. She dries her hair off. I set up the downstairs. Got the boys to men playing. I mean, yeah. I had it oh set my god! Up. But the whole problem is, Lyman's did there instead of doing it like I'm, I'm sexily. I'm he's seeing it, yeah. saying, "I'm, I'm, I'm I, I'll show you." You're right. Right. Became a. Ah, uh-huh. oh, you're gonna feel so stupid. Wait till Valentine's Wait till Day. you feel how stupid. How many times in it? your head did you call her a certain? Oh word? my god! The the words oh, were pouring yeah. all sorts oh, of words. Words yeah. that didn't even make sense. They were all sorts of diatribes. I was going on. And I set it all up. I even put something uh, on the background of the 85-inch Sony Bravia. Oh, wow. I had lined the table or the TV stand with this red, what's it called, gossamer or whatever it's called. I had it all lined up. I had the gift for the spa. I had the chocolates. I had the music. It was perfect. And I go upstairs and I go, Sarah, come on. It's Valentine's Day. And she goes, no. No, and she goes on another diatribe. Mm-hmm. So now I'm getting it twice, and I'm laughing because I know 
Now she's going to feel the stupidest she's ever felt. Good. And then I said, you know what? Good. I said, Sarah, I, uh, I will talk to you when you're composed. And I went downstairs. That set her off even further. And I'm hearing this. We have creaky steps everywhere, older house. She is marching around. I can hear every single step, huffing and puffing. And then she came downstairs. She started crying. And she goes, I feel so bad. I was a B word. I said, no, it's fine. And I'm just sitting there with my arms crossed, laughing in the insides, laughing and laughing about how marvelous this worked out. And then she felt really good, and we felt really good. Ended up making it nice. Did you sing the Champions Post song to her? (laughs) Yeah, I did it. I I showed her the gift. But the problem is, I didn't forget about any of that. That's still in there. She wants to have another kid. And now we go right back to this. Well, good luck to you. Do you need pointers on how to do that? I might. Okay. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.